ecstatic kisses was St. John Paul II. Forgiveness is a grace and a mystery of the human heart. Papa Wojtyla's catechesis at the general audience on the 21st of October 1981. In this welcome meeting with you today, dear brothers and sisters, I wish to return again to the event of the 13th of May. I'm returning to it with you to remember that which has already been spoken on that day before Christ, who is master and redeemer of our souls, and which was read aloud publicly on the following Sunday, the 17th of May, at the prayer at the Regina Celli. Here are the words that today are not only carried over, but also repeated, to express the truth contained in them, which is, as much today as then, the truth of my soul, my heart and my conscience. Dearest brothers and sisters, I know that in these days, and especially at this time of the Regina Celli, you are united with me. Moved by your prayers, I thank you and I bless you all. I am particularly close to the two people injured together with me. I pray for the brother who shot me, whom I have sincerely forgiven. United to Christ, priest and victim, I offer my sufferings for the Church and for the world. To you, Mary, I repeat, totus tuus, ego sum. Forgiveness Christ taught us to forgive. He spoke of forgiveness many times and in various ways. When Peter asked him how many times he should forgive his neighbor, as many as seven times, Jesus replied that he had to forgive as many as seventy times seven. In practice, this means always. In fact, the number seventy for seven is symbolic and means, rather than a specific quantity, an incalculable, infinite quantity. Responding to the question about how to pray, Christ pronounced those magnificent words addressed to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven. And among the requests that compose this prayer, the last one speaks of forgiveness. Forgive us our debts, as we forgive those who are guilty as regards us, our debtors. Lastly, Christ himself confirmed the truth of these words on the cross, when, turning to the Father, he implored, Forgive them, Father, forgive them, because they know not what they do. Forgiveness is a word pronounced by the lips of a man, to whom wrong has been done. Nay, rather, it is the word of the human heart. In this word of the heart, each of us strives to overcome the frontier of hostility that can separate one from another. Each of us seeks to reconstruct the interior space of understanding, of contact, of bonds. Christ taught us with the word of the gospel, and above all with his own example, that this space opens up not only before the other man, 
but at the same time before God himself. The Father, who is the God of forgiveness and mercy, desires to act exactly in this space of human forgiveness. He desires to forgive those who are reciprocally capable of forgiving, those who seek to put into practice these words, Forgive us as we forgive. Forgiveness is a grace which must be thought about with humility and deep gratitude. It is a mystery of the human heart, which is difficult to elaborate. However, I wish to dwell on what I have said, because it tightly makes up part of the event of the 13th of May as a whole. During the three months I spent in hospital, the passage from the book of Genesis, which everyone knows well, often came to mind. Abel was a pastor of sheep, and Cain a worker of the soil. After some time, Cain offered the fruits of the soil in sacrifice to the Lord. Abel, too, offered the firstborn of his sheep and the fat thereof. And the Lord welcomed Abel and his offering. Cain was very angry, and his face fell. The Lord then said to Cain, Why are you angry, and why is your face downcast? If you act well, will you not be held high? But if you do not act well, sin is crouching at your door, its craving is towards you, you must master it. Cain said to his brother Abel, Let us go into the countryside. While they were in the countryside, Cain raised his hand against his brother Abel, and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is Abel, your brother? He replied, I do not know. Am I the guardian of my brother? He responded, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the soil. In my meditations in hospital, I often return to the memory of this ancient text, which speaks of the first attempt of man upon the life of man, of brother upon the life of his brother. Thus, during the time when the man who made an attempt upon my life was prosecuted and received his sentence, I thought about the story of Cain and Abel which biblically expresses the beginning of the sin against the life of man. In our time, in which this sin against the life of man is menacing anew and in a new way, while so many innocent men perish at the hands of other men, the biblical description of what happens between Cain and Abel becomes particularly eloquent. Even more complete, even more disturbing, is the same commandment, not to kill. This commandment belongs to the Decalogue, which Moses received from God, and which is contemporaneously written in the heart of man as the moral orders in a law for the whole of human behaviour. Does not God's question addressed to Cain speak even more to us of the absolute prohibition to not kill? Where is your brother?
and Cain's evasive answer creeping up, Am I the guardian of my brother? Which leads to the other divine question, What have you done? The voice of the blood of your brother cries out to me from the soil. Christ has taught us to forgive. Forgiveness is also indispensable for God, for him to put questions in the human conscience, to which he awaits a response in all interior truth. At this time, when so many innocent men perish at the hands of other men, a special need appears to impose itself to approach each one of those who kill, to approach with forgiveness in the heart, together with the same question that God, Creator and Lord of human life, put to the first man who had made an attempt upon the life of his brother, and had taken, had taken that which belongs only to the Creator and Lord of life. Christ taught us to forgive. He taught Peter to forgive as many as seventy times seven. God himself forgives when man answers the question put to his conscience in his heart, with the whole inner truth of conversion. Leaving to God himself the judgment and the sentence in their definitive dimension, we do not cease to ask, Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors.